0: this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror podcast for a broader look on business with senior editor, Dennis Estopase. Welcome to Tuesdays at BM with Laika, where Business Mirror columnist Laika Balita shares with us her thoughts on life. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Laika Balita. For the print edition, please read Leicas column onwards every Tuesday in the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. I occasionally help out my friend's grade 3 cousin, Tere, with her module. So Tere studies in a public school, and for the entire school year, she hasn't had any synchronous classes because of the pandemic. So all she had to do was submit her finished modules, and that was mostly it. So, studies and time will tell which between modules, or synchronous classes, is more effective. But one thing is for sure. A lot of the effectiveness of purely modular learning depends on the guidance received by each student. So, the module method is really strange. You know, sometimes Tere would have printed versions of her modules. And this was when her teachers had the budget and the ability to print them for her benefit. Here's the problem. Sometimes, the activities asked about colors, but the printed modules were in black and white because that's more cost-efficient. So how was she supposed to answer these activities? Here's another problem. Is it sustainable to have their own teachers print the modules for their students and even sometimes out of their own pockets? Other times, Tere had to open the modules through her borrowed phone. She borrowed the phone from her mom. And she had to answer on a uh, pad paper she borrowed from her cousin. Because for some reason, for that week, her teachers couldn't print the modules for her class. So here's the problem. Sometimes the instructions were not fill in the blanks or they weren't identification based. So she had to choose between two photos which is which. So was she supposed to copy the whole question or draw the whole thing on her pad paper? Or was she supposed to skip those questions? How is a grade 3 student supposed to do this and know this by herself? And more practically, how are other students supposed to answer all the modules due at the end of the week if they didn't have their own gadgets? Anyway, either way, uh, tutoring made me realize that there are really gaps brought by the digital divide. How are Tere and other students in the same situation supposed to learn completely new concepts on their own? especially when they're from grades 1 to 3. Some students are lucky. They have very patient, very knowledgeable, and available adults to guide them so they could answer their modules properly. But how about those students whose parents have to work the whole day or whose parents never reach the grade level of their child or those students with no adults to guide them at all? Academic intelligence? ends up depending on financial privilege and adult guidance. So privilege has always played a big part in this imbalance, in this educational imbalance, even before this pandemic. But this pandemic has made that gap much wider. Some students become left out and they become labeled less academically intelligent. When really, the playing field was just never fair. I spoke with two other students who also study in public schools. One of them told me that sometimes her synchronous classes were held through messenger chat, specifically through audio recordings and not video calls because not everyone could afford mobile data. And the other student told me that at the beginning of the quarter, he was given the choice between modular or synchronous classes, and he chose synchronous classes because he could learn better from his experience. But somehow, he ended up with a mix of modular and synchronous classes. And he feels very frustrated because he couldn't take all of his classes synchronously, since he admitted that he couldn't learn properly from modules alone. Here's how it works in other schools, just to contrast and to emphasize the point. Teachers travel to the school because there are teaching studios set up for them, so they do not need to worry about equipment, backgrounds, noise, and connectivity. Their students, have access to their own laptops and phones and better internet connection. So these students do not need to rely on the patience and knowledge of the adults in their homes because their teachers, on their own, can synchronously facilitate the classes and teach them. The teachers are potentially more hands-on as compared to pure modular students who have to do most of the learning by themselves. Of course, students in schools like this have their own digital divide. So those with more expensive gadgets and faster internet can work faster than those who rely on, let's say, borrowed tablets and just mobile data. But the gap between these students and pure modular students remains much wider. Of course, there are students who learn effectively from modules alone, sometimes because they don't have any other choice or just because that's their learning style. But this means that there are other students who struggle with learning from the modular method alone. This is not the teacher's fault, of course. The existing system and the pandemic resulted to this. So, our teachers are doing all that they can to make learning work despite the very difficult circumstances. But this just illustrates the significant effect of financial privilege on education. It always tilts in favor of the wealthy. Either mode has its own struggles. Synchronous does not always mean that learning is easier. Similarly situated students have different experiences, so some may find it easier than others. But privilege certainly plays a big factor in creating environments that can potentially make it easier for a student to learn. So let's contrast a student with a six figure personal computer, let's say a hundred thousand worth, and a limited fiber internet connection studying synchronous classes. Let's contrast that with a student who borrows her busy mother's phone to access her multiple modules due in a week. From this, we ask, who has a more conducive environment for learning? There is a lot of room for improvement when it comes to online classes, for synchronous, the modular, to make them more effective and empathetic to students and the teachers. So privileged students, myself included, have to acknowledge our privilege and we have to do more to improve the systems in place. We cannot just show off our achievements, dismiss systemic flaws, and attribute our successes to pure hard work when, in truth, the playing field was never equal from the very beginning. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.